Welcome back to A Dude in the Hen House. I am the dude, Brett Carroll. She's the hen, Mel. Hello, everybody. Does anybody, when you got the name like Mel, what are, are there any, um, like, were you teased at all? Did, did you have any tea? Did you deal with any bullying as a child? Oh my God, are you kidding me? What? What reason? So many, I can't list them all. Well, any for the name or anything? No, because I always went by my full name. Oh, uh, you never were like Smelly Melly or anything? No, no, I didn't get called Mel. Believe it or not, when I went to college, they started calling me Mindy. And I was like, where the heck did that come from? And then I worked for someone for many years, and he called me Lenny. Is Mindy, is Mindy the version of Melinda? Mindy and Minnie can be nicknames for Melinda, I've heard, because I've heard other people that are. I like Mindy. I like Mindy, but I only think of the chubby chick from... From the Facts of Life. Right. Is that, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them all in there, you got the Facts of Life. The facts alive. We're there's, so old. There's a time you gotta go, and now you grow, and now you know it is the facts alive. The facts. And you cannot remember why you walk into a room, but you remember every word to the facts alive opener. There you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. That's in, that's hard, but so I went to the Kiss concert last night, the final Kiss concert ever. Nice. The final ever. Or was it? Do you really think it's the final ever? They say that every 10 years. Listen, this was a little different because one, it's time. Um, it's not like the late 70s, aren't they? Or 70s? early 70s. Early okay. 70s. They played their first show. They played their first Madison Square Garden show in 74 and played their last. One cool thing was. Um, the opening band was Paul Stanley's son's band. Oh, no kidding. And the cool connection is it was his first Madison Square Garden um, concert and his father's last. That's cool. Yeah. So it was very emotional to um, not for me. I mean, I don't I didn't feel emotion. I mean, it's cool to reminisce about your childhood and stuff and what they did for it and stuff from entertainment value. But that's exactly what they are. It's a show. It's a circus. It's a fire and blood and, you know, the old songs. They messed around a little too much. There's a lot of famous people there. Really? Yeah, because they've meant so much to so many people. Of course. I mean, you got to think they've they've sold out arenas since 70s, 80s, 70s, 2000s, 2010s, 2020s, 50 years of selling out arenas. But they didn't sound amazing or anything. Oh, of course not. It's not the same. No, but it was cool to, at the end, as soon as they came up, first of all, they were crying. The Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons obviously were crying or tearing up because you could see it through their makeup. Yeah. Stage. But that's what, that's life in general. When something comes to an end, it, it causes, there's emotions and this is a happy emotion, but it's sad too. They're never going to be there as brothers again. You know, all that bullshit. But they take, as soon as Gene Simmons comes off stage, he's got a microphone and it's, I'm watching it live on pay-per-view. I wasn't physically at the show. And the pay-per-view girl is interviewing him about what he's feeling. Well, he doesn't realize he's live and he's on the thing. And he's calling over a doctor, 
right? He's waving his doctor over and he's having a conversation live on the microphone about how the stone that he's ready to push out. Yeah. Kidney stone is at the tip of his cock. Oh my God. And it's ready to come out. And he's in so much pain. He wants to die. I bet. Well, he's in makeup and he's doing that. They did do before the concert. They did a sit down interview with the children of all their kids and they're all great kids. Yeah. I mean, all decent human beings who are brought up in the kiss world and just the the love of their parents well, their father, but it it was cool. I like that part, but who gives a shit? Have Peter Chris with them or no, no, no Peter Chris and no Ace Fraley. And they, Uh they both declined an invitation. Well, okay. Yeah, and no Bruce Kulick. He didn't show up, but he did leave a message. Bruce Kulick left a message on Instagram, a very nice message thanking Kiss. But um, so I do have, since it's we took last week off, me and you due to Thanksgiving. But we're going. We're moving into the Christmas holiday now, so let's do a few letters. Okay. And so way, I just want to say I'm a little hoarse. I've had a little congestion thingy so in case i sound very pirate-esque if you're a little horse does that make you a pony why yes yes it does so you're a pony she's a little pony <laughs> a little pony but i got a few letters i'll do most of the talking as i do every week anyway oh, yeah yeah we know you love to talk people i could talk to anybody Me but, too. okay hello hen house what exactly is the format of this show one week has sex, the next no sex, then Fred's talking about a babysitter diddling him. I must like it because I listen to it every week, but I never know what to expect. Isn't that interesting? They never I think that is exactly what the point of this show is. It's to give you what you don't expect. Okay. Yeah. We just want you to come and listen to us and share with your friends and surprise the heck out of you. Yeah, and I was when I um started the show originally before Mel came on, there was my original plan was, and I'm glad it didn't work out Me too. To, to a point because it's hard enough. Two people is tough. Three people stuff, four people stuff more with the talking over. That's the hardest part to um edit. I don't mind it because if it's good conversation, it's good conversation. And I invite it still from time to time. I don't know if I could handle it every week listening to you three bitches out there cackling. I mean, I I don't know what I was fucking signing up for. I have no idea. But the original idea was I thought a dude, me sitting amongst women, talking to women about women was an interesting angle to take where I could learn a lot. You guys could bounce questions off me about men. And we do that. Me and you do that anyway. It's just in a smaller format. And a little easier for me to control. But Mel had no experience in this genre of podcasting until, and she's doing fine job and she gets better every week. I think she gets better every week. Well, thank you. What everybody else thinks, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot more that goes into this than people realize, like from your end, learning when, when to speak and when not to, not in a controlling environment, but I mean, in general, because we don't want to talk over each other too much because it does get jumbled when that happens. And we've adapted to that. And that just comes with you learning how I speak. And there's comfort in a pause 
whenever you're doing entertainment, whether it's a movie, music, that's why music goes up, 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 and, uh, and gives you that breathe. But in podcasting, too, there is comfort in a pause. You don't need to fill every empty space. And it's something I'm guilty of a lot. I can't stand silence. Then I got to. It also helps for me because I've been in the television and all that industry from behind the scenes for so many years that I understand how that stuff works. So I think that's part of the reason why I kind of get it. Plus, I talk to people for a living. So that helps to understand. Yeah, we do have, you know, obviously we'd love to have guests. And that's just it just fills it up better and it gives you a better idea of what instead of me having to come up with all this um, amazing stuff i come up with every week such as this oh my god uh we do have i could give you a little hint that we do have a woman who from the south coming on um i believe um this week i'm interviewing her i say i'm interviewing her because mel's not available on that day but it's a short thing, but Mel's going to be involved in it because me and her are going to do a recording before and after. So she'll be a part of it regardless. And I got this other woman. I'm not going to tell you her name and I haven't told you this. She is a, she is a professional prostitute um, from Nevada. So legal. She did it for 30 years. She's retired now. And she's also very famous for certain things. Oh God. She's also very smart and intelligent. She's a very high ranking member of the United States Air Force, retired. Oh, my gosh. And she's a fucking blast. But what she's I think the important she brings to a show like this could be. I mean, I I know I'm more comfortable than you at times. I do believe that the European countries are light years ahead of us when talking about sex and sexuality, instead of downgrading it, making it sound like it's this bad thing, she's going to explain to us the benefits that she's created by being in the profession that she's in. There are benefits to it. There's a lot of people out there on a serious note that deserve a sexual relationship and cannot get a sexual relationship of that sort. There are people out there, whether it's from a handicap standpoint and stuff like that. So, She's doing God's work. Okay. <laughs> God's work. But yeah, that's about it, that. But, so here's another one. Forms, don't they? Yeah. Hello from Cali. I won't say my name, but I am a male. I bought and read Fred's book. And although well done, and congratulations, why did he need to write it? Mm-hmm. Do people want to read about others' mental instabilities or issues? I don't know. I don't think I would have done it and not to be rude, but Fred is a no one. Love the show. <laughs> Fred is a no one. Been hearing that my whole life. Why do you think I wrote the book? <laughs> That's why I fucking wrote it. You fucks. Answer this for you. Good. I am going to say, first of all, thank you for loving the show. Second of all, a lot of times in life, it, if you haven't been heard, Sometimes doing something on such a grand scale like Fred did and being able to do something so successfully is pretty awesome when you're talking about such a difficult topic. So I applaud you, Fred, for doing that. Talk about my my penis size. No. So uh, anyway, 
anyways, so I think that, yeah, okay, maybe to you, listener, from Cali. Is that the one from Cali? Yeah, from Cali. Hello from Cali. Hello, Cali. Um, Although I, I guess I understand what you're saying. You bought the book. It is a good read. It is pretty interesting. You couldn't put it down. So, so I my answer to that, and this isn't the first time somebody nobody's even if you're somebody, you're still nobody. How's that? My whole point of writing the book was yes, when Brad Pitt writes it, yes, when Bradley Cooper writes it, yes, when Madonna writes it, you know, when somebody famous writes a book about their trauma, it is readable because you've already seen their successes and stuff. My point was that 99.9% of the world is me, no one, no one. But why shouldn't we be able to talk about our trauma and our successes with the trauma? And my goal was just to help people or to make people realize they're not alone because my trauma is far less than many, many people out there. But like I say in it, it's not a competition. It's not a trauma competition. Who's got it worse? We all got it bad in one way or another. I just chose to write about it. That's all. That's all. Skills. So congrats to you. So also last week on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, and you can find that by just searching a dude in the hen house on YouTube or click the link, which is in all the show notes or on social media. So last week we used this new platform called Riverside FM versus Zoom that we used to use. So I chose to go into um, 4k and then realized that I am not, I am not good looking enough for such clarity and that I have a face meant for blurriness and maybe even to be logoed out. Especially since you don't even look at the camera. I'm looking at it now. No, you're not. You're only half a face in there. There you go. I well, always say those. I'm reading what this person wrote. So okay. I got- all right, whatever go ahead. people. Fuck you. Thank you. Right back at you, pal. But um, so I posted it. I posted it still, and we got great results from it. But I also got hammered on one second because I was able to break down the the video. Mm-hmm. You're disgusting. <laughs> we were um able to break down the videos in nobody's one minute TikToks and one minute, you know, whatever, and you get lost in context when you're doing that. You don't get the full show or anything. And it's just a teaser trying to get you to click on the full show. So, but I had said in it about getting my kids, nothing for Christmas, how they don't deserve whatever we were fucking around me and you, we were completely fucking around. People took it serious. And this guy wrote in, um, bruh, B R U H bruh should not even have kids. Okay, so that's what he writes. And Joel Jackson, 4228, writes, I agree. He said, I'm here for this. No more, no less. Hey, his kids might respect it and do it to their kids. So that should be fun, hopefully. Hopefully it stops with them because it's not stopping here. At the very least, I hope he tells his kids he loves them. At the very, I mean, this is a fucking paragraph about our comedy show. So I had to go on there and explain this is for entertainment and comedy me and mel are friends that are just fucking around half the time when we do talk serious you'll know it and you know it's one of them you buy our kids christmas presents yeah sometimes we're not sure we want to 
in speaking, uh oh. The other parents say the same thing. In what? speaking, speaking of that, I have a holiday edition of oh, no. Sex Ed with Fred. Oh God. Holiday edition. Okay. So listen, you just hang in there. Sit back. Stop me if you have to, but oh, me, I will. I'll mute you. So, so this is a, we all want great sex, okay? And what better way to create great sex around the holidays is than to utilize the spirit, the holiday spirit, you know, Christmas spirit and everything. I, here's some tip, just so you know, men could easily up their game of oral, which is very important in a relationship. By removing the frosting from the electric beater, because it creates head tilts and weaving their tongues strategically, and it trains you to unveil the secret hidden treasure hidden within the folds. So you get very, you know, you got to learn angles, and so it's very. Anybody who is not watching this and they are listening to the podcast, I just want you to know that Fred is uh, demonstrating how to. Make maneuver a, his head. But disclaimer, I got a disclaimer because I don't want anybody getting hurt. Unplug the beater. <laughs> unplug the beater. Don't do it with the beater on. Turn it off, unplug it, okay? I believe Just women, women could increase their desire to have sex with spiked eggnog. Um, three shots per 16 ounce should do it. You know, that should do it. But, rum or vodka? What are we spiking it with? Doesn't matter. But a, a simple, a simple piece of mistletoe, Mel, held over any appendage you wish to be kissed, can spice up an evening. <laughs> and then the elf on the shelf. Okay. Nope. 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 nope yes. Yes. Nope, he can nope, be hidden. No, we are not. Nope. Nope. But you could hide him. Nope, time out. Nope. He's got a pointy hat. Maybe, I say. Do you hey. think? Topic. Would they make a vibrating shelf on elf on the shelf? I'm Maybe gonna... elf, but I don't know. No, thank oh. you. Next question. I'll stop there, but I'll go into my. I got three holiday movies to fornicate to. Okay. Three. Yeah. Number one, Eyes Wide Shut. That is not a holiday movie. Sure, it starts at a Christmas party. Of all the holiday adjacent movies I've seen, I've personally seen this one. That one with Tom Cruise? Yeah, Tom Cruise and his wife. Ex-wife. Yeah, well, one of them. This is the horniest Christmas movie. It kicks okay. off at a decadent Christmas party. Mm -hmm. From there, it descends into an erotic tale involving murderous secret sex societies, drugs, and clit-throbbing tension. Okay, I don't think it says that in the description. No, that's my description. Okay, next. Next, this Christmas, this Christmas is the name of the movie. I never heard of it. Not only does someone actually sleep with Santa in this film, but it also features it also features the sexiest man alive, Idris Elba. Okay. Who he actually stares out a train window while looking impossibly attractive. He the guy is so fucking good looking. This Idris Elba. Andy has great quotes. Uh, here's a quote by Idris Elba that a lot of people, and I love it. Um, men fall in love with a woman's beauty. Women fall in love with what they hear. 
I believe that wholeheartedly. It says that is exactly why women will always wear makeup and men will always lie. That is, oh my God, you're so unprofessional. Seriously. Yeah, it's that girl. That girl can't get enough of me. Oh, you poor thing. I just keep killing it off. She'll learn. She'll learn her lesson. I'll have to get her in line for the holidays. So okay. my last wait, my wait, last wait. I want to go back to that. Yeah. That is the most 100% true statement ever, ever, ever said by you, ever. Yeah. Men lie about everything because women, we fall in love with that shit. Yeah. Men, and we, we wear makeup. Well, not all of us wear makeup just because men fall in love with us. We wear makeup because we like to. But men fall in love with appearances, beauty. So, yeah. Well, I on to the third film because some people argue whether this is a Christmas film or it's not. I say it is. Die Hard. Die Hard. And, and it's a Christmas film because uh, it just always has been a Christmas so, so there aren't any sexual um, scenes in this film. It's Die Hard. Bruce Willis. But yeah. I can say for certain because the last and only time I watched this movie... I was too busy having sex to remember most of it. Okay. So that's what makes it a sexy. You could fornicate to this. It it may have been the suspense. May have been the person I was with. It may have been Bruce Willis's sweaty chiseled body. I don't know what turned me on. Do we have gay tendencies here? No, but I do have the ability to understand um, what a good looking man looks like. I, I'm... I have no problem with that, but no. But the I also have three holiday sex positions. Oh God! Three holiday sex positions. Let me get into this. Oh my God! Okay. Anna's little helper. I'm not sure I want to hear this one. Oh, you'll like it. Sneak away to your home office, laundry room, anywhere you could sit down for a few minutes just to execute this quick position. So this is done with the male sitting with his legs spread, the female sitting on his lap, facing away from him, not straddling him. The position is convenient for your partner, too, because they don't need to fully take off their clothes just in case someone walks in and interrupts you. So that's Santa's little helper. The second one is deck the halls. Oh, God. Okay. Balls is a standing position. Love standing position. Great. Standing positions are, ide are ideal for the holiday quickie. Holiday quickies are important, especially when you're short on time and space. For this position, the female is against the wall facing her partner. One of her legs is being held up on the side of the guy while the other leg is on the ground for stability. You know. Okay. This position allows for great penetration because of the lift leg, yet the other leg being on the ground keeps you solid there, which may be needed after a couple glasses of my eggnog. <laughs> okay. It could be done anywhere, anywhere. Just find empty space. Good to go. You're good to go. Right nope. from there. And here's the last one, the stocking stuffer. Mm. So take advantage of flat surfaces. Okay. Anything you have around, you know, that is flat. The male is standing. The female is on her back, but elevated. Could be on a desk, a table, bed, whatever. 
Her legs are straight up against his body. This is the perfect position for more deep penetration of that word penetrate. And doesn't require the removal of all your clothing. Love that too. Get the bitch out quicker. Uh, And if she's in a dress, you just tell him, come over, no panties, wear the dress. Just move the panties to the side. But that's sexy. That's some sexy shit right there. Are you done? And you place your hands under her buttocks. That's her ass. Just so you, that's a fancy word for ass. Thank you. Lift up and down. Maximize the pleasure. Maximize. And that's sex ed with Fred. Congratulations. I'll give everybody a minute here to. Oh, I survived it. Oh, my God. Deeply breathe and get back into your headspace because I know you're just hot and bothered right now. Thank you. There's that pause. Yeah, there, I don't even know what to say to you. I, I have nothing to say to you. Yeah, that was a sexy conversation right there. For and, you. And I feel it right here, right here. So moving on into regular show stuff. There was nothing really great happened this week. What else happened this week? Oh, I did have something funny happen last night. What was, was that? What? Well, what? I was out with my girlfriend. And apparently I was a little bit deep in thought when we were at our location. We were sitting and talking and I was deep in thought. And she looks at me and she goes, oh, my God, did you see it? And I said, see what? She goes, that is right on the podcast. I go, about what? What could Fred be right about? She goes, you do have RBF. I never saw it before. I was like, thanks. Great. I like this friend. This friend. This friend is a smart friend. This is somebody that is. It was funny, but I was like, great. And then I was doing the lip thing too. You know, when I, as you all know, when I'm listening intently to Fred, I do this. Yeah. yeah. Pouty lip. <laughs> my pouty lip that I don't know that I'm doing. And my children do the same thing. And Did I, tell you, I think I sent you to, I sent you the pictures of my daughter getting her lips tattooed. Yeah. Yes. So the funniest thing was, uh, I actually, I won't even say that on the show. No, let's not say it. I'll say it in private to you. It's so funny what one of my friends said to me. But yeah, it was. So my daughter ended up getting her. Um, I don't even know what it's called. It's very oh, expensive. Makeup. Oh, permanent makeup. Yeah. And it lasts about eight months mm-hmm. because your lips. Um, the woman was explaining to me, your lips very much like the bottom of your feet and stuff. Um, do shit. That's why you get chapped lips and stuff that's shedding layers, um, every day. So it does wear off, but she recently got it touched up and it, it's cool. It, it's a cool thing because her basically it looks like she has lip gloss on at all times and it eliminates that process. But she did say she would never do it herself. She would I'm never your phone again. Yeah. It's just texts and I don't know how to. Because my kids made me get an Apple phone, I don't know how to turn the volume down, you know, or anything. So you fucking deal with it. I'm so professional normally anyway. Yeah. Let's look at this. And so she she said she wouldn't do it. She she sees the value in it if she was a professional model or something that had to take pictures for eight hours. 
there's a value in having your lip gloss on all the time, but her as a hairdresser, she does, it takes her 15 minutes of her day to do her lips. You know, it, it's not a big process. It's not like her hair is done every minute. Right. And she's saving an hour every day. So right. it was painful also. Very painful. Yes, it is. It's a needle. It's a, it's a tattoo. I mean, yeah, it's a tattoo. It's a legitimate tattoo. It doesn't go as deep and they numb you up pretty good, but you got a lot of, um, you know, a lot, um, nerve, a lot of nerve endings in your lips and yeah. stuff, that area, you know, obviously for oral, that's what it's for. No? Eating? Yeah. What, are, what are lips for? You know, what's the point of lips? To cover your teeth? I don't know. Yeah, there's got to be. We're going to check the science of it. There's got to be a. For kissing, for eating, for. Entertainment. For. I mean, there's got to be. Faces. <laughs> I would guess you were closer to the true scientific reason um, because very much like the lips of a woman downstairs. It's for um, health, cleanliness and stuff. You know, it's it's there. They're there to stop, um, I think, from the outside germs and stuff getting in. Block, mm. And I'm sure the lips of the mouth are very similar. They must be, like you said, protecting the teeth. Probably. We'd look, we'd look ridiculous. Now, would we look ridiculous, though, without lips? Yes. We would now because we know what lips look like. But if we never knew what lips looked like, would we be all walking around like this? Like, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have resting bitch face. I still would probably. No, your lips are what does it. Your lips droop. You got droopy lips. No, I don't. Yeah, they're droopy. That's because I'm old. You got sad eyes too. You got those. Um, you're. Like I could tell when you're um, pouty and moody or cranky or any of that by your eyes. Your eyes tell the truth. I everybody knows that. It's funny because I'm not. I I can't lie. Okay, I'm not. You can tell immediately on the look on my face that I can't get away with it. And it's funny because my children have the exact same look. <laughs> so when they go to say like, "Hey, did you do that?" and they're like, "Uh huh." And I look at them and I'm like, really? The eyes. The eyes give it away. Always. Yeah, they do. I, I've seen pictures of your boys with their trucker hats on. They love them trucker hats. They don't wear trucker hats. They just wear baseball hats. They're trucker hats. They wear them high on their head. Like, they're like oversized hats. Like mine, like right now. This one would be a trucker. Like, my head is really right here, but there's... Oh, there's regular baseball hats. That no, we trucker hats. Okay, it's a trucker hat. Make them look taller. No, I don't. My kids don't have to make themselves look taller. No. Don't be jealous because they're so big and tall. How tall is the fourteen-year-old or the sixteen-year-old? He just turned sixteen today. Happy birthday, my baby! Yay! How tall is he? He's six feet. That's tall. What's he supposed to finish at? What did the doctors? He was such a tiny bean. They didn't even think he would break five ten. So, what's your ex-husband? Is he a tall man? Six four. Yeah. So. And and Owen's 6'3". Six, 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 My oldest is 6'3". That's a good size, 6'3". Yeah, he is. I mean, they're thin. They're very tall and thin. Were they athletic? They both are, yeah. Yeah. Jack doesn't do as much 
Um, he's basketball and um, track. They both did track. They're really good runners, both of them. Well, running. I hate running. Long legs. As a matter of fact, last year in, in high school, they made my youngest do the hurdles because he's so long and lean. Let me be the first to say jogging is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I think jogging is dumb. Are you talking about jogging or running? Jogging. Oh, I got another complaint too. Oh God, what? I've made this before on my other podcast, but never to you. Okay. I'm listening. People that ride bikes, but wear the uniform. They do that for a reason. They're not fucking pro. I, I play football. I don't fucking put pads on. I I play basketball. I don't put a jersey on and short. But if you're riding a bike and you're doing a long period of time, like you're doing heavy, like I know people do like 30, 40 miles on a bicycle. They, they A lot of times they do wear those suits because it makes you more aerodynamic. It protects your skin and it makes it. And gives you camel toe. If you're a boy, no, just no, kidding. Gives you reverse. What's that called? That's called moose knuckle. I don't know. But if, if like I have some friends who will ride 30 miles and they wear shorts and a t-shirt, you know, no, tell those people biking <laughs> is stupid. Biking is stupid. Okay. It's dumb. It's dumb. Biking is dumb. Jogging is dumb. Eat Cheetos and just die. Well, Fred, thank you for the health advice. Um, I don't eat Cheetos. Gentlemen, do not listen to Fred's health advice. He does not know what he's talking about. You I drive by. I pay for the gym, but I drive by it a lot. You know what I use the gym? I'll, I'll, maybe the gym will cancel me after this. You know what I use the gym more for than anything? Shower. To shower? Yeah. Because I don't want to pay for the oil in my house for the hot water. So I use the gym like a homeless man. Oh my God. And you don't even work out. You just go there, you shower and leave. Yeah. I just walk in with, I walk in with my robe on already. <laughs> <laughs> like this. <laughs> like, Who the heck is this crazy guy? What is he doing here? Hey, here. I was looking at some things and I, give me, before you answer um, aggressively or anything, give it a thought. Before, okay. because I I'm conflicted as well, and I think you might be if I explain it. This OnlyFans stuff, like young girls getting paid to show what I I'm not on it, so I don't know what they I don't know if it's true sex shows or true porn. I know it's very erotic, a lot of it. Uh, if you had a daughter, yay or nay, and think about it for a minute. Because I have come, I'll tell you my confliction while you're thinking about it. At one point, I understand, first of all, it's a very safe area to do it, I think. Um, safer than a strip bar or something like that. But you only got that body. And the reason this comes up is my daughter has a friend who cleared $300,000 this year. Doing this. She's 22 years old. Sitting at home on Instagram. She cleared 300,000. She also has a friend that made 200,000, never showing her face, only taking pictures of her feet. You're kidding. No, because listen, we know the sex industry is huge. Okay. But there's people out there with, and we've run into them in our dating world. 
everybody has their thing. You know, there's a kinks and stuff and there's no shame in these. If it's simple, like a feet, if you're in the feet, you're in the feet. I'm not, I don't even like my own feet. I'd cut them off if I didn't fucking need them. I think feet are the ugliest web toed motherfucker, ugliest fucking things you could look at. Keep your socks on. If you're sleeping with me, I don't want to see your feet. I don't want to feel your feet. Don't touch me with your feet. Your gross little fucking toad. Feet in high heels. Listen, that's kind of sexy. I, I see the value in it and stuff. I don't know how you bitches do it. Walking those things. I yeah, mean, it's not easy. It's got to, especially drunk. Oof. Oof. Uh, yeah. Got to suck. But it's, um, but the back to the OnlyFans thing, is there a, what do you, what would be, I know that you're going to say the right thing and the wrong thing because you're thinking as a parent and stuff, which we, commonly forget put yourself into this position being 22 again and just pretend you don't have kids you're single and all that if you had an opportunity to make that kind of money off the body that you know is not going to be there in 10 years do you do it this is without real sex or anything it's literally pictures and video and you have to show your face I don't know if it's I'm I'm assuming you could go incognito if you had to but most of these girls don't I not you know they probably show their face. You mean? Yeah, they show their face because it's a private setting. You have to pay for a subscription to be on there, and that's what they're getting. They're getting like she has like thirty thousand people that pay her thirty dollars a month. Wow! You know, just for her to go on and do shows all day long and stuff. Similar to I, I believe toys are involved in stuff. I didn't get into it because this is somebody I've known. Not just like posing. She's actually doing sexual acts to herself. Yeah, yeah. And most of them are. Um, okay. And there's men that do it too. And I don't know how successful they are, but. Uh. Okay. So um, I I think for my own, if, if it was a, if it was me in my 20s, I don't, I don't think I would ever have the nerve to do something like that. But if I was in that much need for money and it was incognito, but I would never do the, um, the acts. It was, it would just literally, literally be like, you know, but we all know, I mean, you without saying who, and we all have friends who are a little more risque, right? You, you know, a friend that, you know, who I'm talking about when I, even though I don't know the person, but somebody pops into your head right away and there's no shame in that, you know, the bedroom part of it. If that's their private life and stuff, they're a little more apt to, oh, you got to try these beads and stuff like that. You know, you know, I don't understand beads. First of all, I, I'll never understand the anal beads or anything like that. Changing the subject. No, now we're getting too far off. OK, um, I, I don't know if it was my child. I think I would say. Don't do it because it's out there forever. You don't know what's going to well, come. Not. It's not on video. It it is. It, it's not a pre-recorded thing or anything. Oh, it's a live pit. It's all live. That means nobody could go on and look at it after. You're either there. Well, how do you know somebody can't record it? Well, I don't know that and stuff, but I think they don't because they know she's coming back tomorrow. You know, to do something else. That's not why the subscribers are there. They're not there to get rid of the girl. They don't want to out her. And they do. They want. They believe it's private. for them. Right. All right. 
So um, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I thought about doing the foot thing myself. I'd do it. I'd take pictures of my gross. I'd step in peanut butter and all that crazy shit they like. Peanut butter and fluff. I bet that's sexy for somebody into a foot fetish. I don't like feet either, unless they're on a newborn baby. And I got weird fucking feet too. I got, I got this. Like my middle toe is bigger than my big toe. Okay, let's move on. Fucking weird. That's weird. I don't want to talk about your feet. Like having a nut. I I don't want to talk about your your feet. I just do. I do think women should have three boobs, though. Oh my God, it's an, enough work with two. Give me a break. One on the back for dancing, slow dancing. <laughs> Something to hold a up. Handle, like a handle? Yeah, enough <laughs> left to Little grip. <laughs> but yeah, it, I think that's an interesting thing. The I wouldn't mind talking to an OnlyFans girl to, and from a series. I, I don't put any shame on these people. You're making money and, and you made that choice. If that's what they want to do, that's fine. I'm just saying, if it was my child, I would try and say, mm, think about what you're doing before you do it. But and I'm know, if they're $300,000 a year, they better make sure they pay their taxes, too, because they'll wind up in jail. Yeah, $300,000 a year, even after taxes, is two twenty. You know, you're making good money. You don't make that money, but we, we're here to tell you, if you don't believe us, we don't make that. I know I don't make that money in four years. So it's yeah. it's something. It doesn't just come. People, I mean, people who have really big careers. Sure, sure. There are plenty of people out there who make, but not many twenty-three year olds. Twenty-three year olds don't make that kind of money. Yeah, not unless they're famous. Yeah, sitting home. Sitting home. That's no. for sure. And no. there's very few opportunities. That's why I have the debate in my head. Yes, I understand. First of all. If that's something they're willing to do in their private life and they're doing it for free in their private life, why not make $300,000 doing for that? But then there's the points you made. It's there's going to be regret. People are going to know it's you. Teachers are being fired right now. I don't know if you're familiar with this, who are being caught with OnlyFans accounts. So you like fourth grade teachers and stuff. And I think that's bullshit. I don't fair. I don't think it's fair unless they're bringing it to the school. But they're they're not. It's probably somebody who's doing. Listen, if they're doing that, they're doing it because they need to supplement their income. Right. No, listen, a lot of times in life, people are doing things because it is financially driven. Okay, you know, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I understand the whole concept. And I even for a teacher, even for people. But, um, and I don't fault anybody for it. Hey, if you can do that, good for you. I thought about doing it with my feet myself. Oh, why not? If yeah, I can make money and my kids and do what I got to do, you know, I'm a little too old to be hanging off a stripper pole. So, and nor do I have to We're going to do one of these weeks, me and you. I have, yeah. the, I have the ability to split the screen here mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll do an audition for only, no, <laughs> for you. No, we're going to go on the footfinder.com website, okay? Mm-hmm. And we're going to go over what's it like to sign up for? What do I have to do to sign up for that? And me and you will, I'll do a account of me. I'm fine with that. I'll put my feet up. I got pictures of my feet and heels. Why not? And before we end the show, I'll tell you a story. When I was, I think I was 
from 11 to 13. Every day I would come home from school and back then people could randomly call you and you wouldn't know you didn't have caller ID and all that. There was no cell phones. There was no. This guy used to call every day at about three o'clock and he called himself Mr. Feet. Okay. He would call me and I never knew who this guy was. (laughs) I, but me and my friends would all gather around and try to goad him into, cause he would, he, he was gross, you know, but we're little boys. We're laughing about this. Phone call, you think? Is that how it started? Well, it, this was a grown man. This was a fucking pedophile. That's what this was. But it, <laughs> this was a guy who was calling it. You know, he would be saying stuff like, I'm touching myself, thinking about your feet, you know, stuff like that. We thought it was so funny. We would try to get them to meet us at a school and think how dangerous that is. But that's because our parents weren't telling us about these creeps. We just thought this was comedy, like entertaining. This guy was like, oh, I want to see your feet. And we'd be like, oh, I'm putting jelly on them now. (laughs) And peanut butter. Mm. That's my feet. He called himself Mr. Feet. Mr. Feet. So if, Mr. Feet. if Mr. Feet's out there listening, I, I, I for a few bucks, I might like to my feet. Daddy could use some Christmas funds. <laughs> Daddy wants a PS5. <laughs> With the Spider-Man 2 game. But, okay, so that's going to be it, Mel. Melly Mel. Not Smelly Mel. Melly Mel. Oh. Melly Mel. Melly, I shower more than most humans. So if anybody tries any of my sex positions, please let me know how that turns out because I'm very interested. Exactly what everybody wants to do. I'm going to take three. To send in more letters and share and subscribe and help a sister out, huh? And just for that girl out there that does um, choose to sleep with me, she knows who she is. Um, we're going to try these three um, sex positions. <laughs> so. Bring be ready, your, friend, be Bring your A game, girl. Bring uh-huh. your A game. Daddy's home. <laughs> bum, bum, I'm gonna wear silk. I'm gonna wear like red silk stockings and mm. freaky deaky. Okay. okay, thanks for listening. This is a dude in the hen house. It's available wherever you listen, wherever you watch. On YouTube, you could click any of the links below to find me, find Mel, go to Instagram, go here, go there. I'll probably put our Instagram QR codes up on the screen so people could just scan them and go and become Mel's friend. Because I love those letters. And ask me questions. I am so happy to answer any type of question if you need makeup without, without going further into too much. I did run into a friend the other night who said he messaged you and um, got out of line. So, but he was cool with it. He told me I could mention it on the show. I told him I'd mention it to you first to talk. He he was, I will actually say he was not out. He wasn't rude. He wasn't out of line. It just was, it was fine. It it just actually, he was quite complimentary. We'll say. Yes. He's a very nice guy. He's not a bad person. It just was out of the blue and it was like, hey. Yeah. Stop creeping on my girls out there, you fucking perverts. Hey, that's another thing. If a if an older guy 
I just saw this in a comedy routine, but I agreed with it. If an older guy dates a younger woman, mm-hmm. they call him a pervert. Doesn't it make her a pervert? Because yeah. all he wants to do is sleep with a beautiful woman. She wants so to sleep with a- women who are sleeping with younger guys or or would sleep. I, I not me, but, but I mean, we're called cougars. When younger guys go after us, we're a cougar. Yeah, well, it's worse, a pervert or a cougar. I don't know. But I mean, I think he was right by saying it actually makes the girl a pervert because she's into old dudes, wrinkly dudes. She's That's perverted. <laughs> That's the perverse part. He just likes beautiful women. We'll see you all next week. Yeah, so if no one has told you they love you today, <laughs> I love you. She doesn't. I'm much more of a lover than you are. Let's face it, people. We know this. I'm a better lover. And you know what I mean by lover. I am talking about I love people more than you. Yeah, you do. Because I think people are fucking trash. I think you you guys are all pieces of shit. And I think um, you should listen to my show. Because I love you. Was that confusing? Yes, thank you. But it's my show too, bitch. Yeah, she's part of it. So you can send listener letters. Fucking people, I bring the fun. Shoot us in that fucking annoying voice. <laughs> if you want to write listener letters in, you can send them to the Hen House Podcast at Outlook.com. That's the Hen House Podcast at Outlook.com. Find us on social media. Links are below. That's going to be it. We'll be back next week. Hello, Mel. Goodbye, Mel. Hello, people. Fuck off, people. And I love you. See, that's that's manipulation. I tell you how much I despise you, and then I pull you in with my narcissism and tell you how much I love you. And you get confused. I haven't witnessed narcissism before. You shouldn't. Okay, that's going to be it. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Bye, y'all.